quite understand. Amazing. I'm glad to see you all, everybody. Good morning. Welcome to church. I'm Jesse Peterson. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can get involved by going to my chat line, YouTube chat line, and uh, I can take your questions, comments, and answers. And good morning to all y'all. Hi, y'all. I have one question real fast. Uh, Does God think that we as human beings are special? Somebody said that to me this morning. Are we special as human beings? You say no? Why do you say no? The young lady in the back. Right there, right there, Esmar. Um, I believe because of ourselves, we're nothing. So, I mean, he makes us special as far so as... So you like, don't think I we're think. special to God? No. You don't? That's going to be my biblical question this week. You think we're special, sir, to God? You don't think we're special to God? Why not? Well, is this your first time here? Yes, it is. Oh, uh, what's your name? Omar. Omar, yes. welcome. Thank you. Why do you say no? We're not special to God. Well, I'm not really a religious person. This is actually my first time here, and getting are you more... an atheist? No. Are you a non-religious? Yes, I would. Uh, are you a Catholic? No. Oh. Um, Why are you a, a not a religious person? I grew up not religious. My parents weren't about being Hispanic. You know, you would think, oh, Catholic. Yeah. But we were never really about it. My dad was against it. My mom was more on the Catholic side, but she never really enforced it upon us. Right. It was just, if what you want to do is what you want to do. It was nothing serious. Are you still, that's good. Are you still a non-religious person? Actually, listening to you more has tapped, something has tapped inside of me. Like, maybe, maybe it is God. Maybe this, this, the way I function, maybe it's the, the, the essence of God. But I'm still like on the 50-50, like what if it is, what if it isn't. Right. How but did I you find us? Uh, through Instagram, through the, the slut maker. Slut maker! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and ever since then, I've been hooked on your show, man. You know, it's just... Are you a slut maker? No, far from it. Have you ever been a slut maker? No, I tried not to. I, no, my dad was super disciplined on me to treat people with respect. And, oh, good. I was raised old school, you know. Right on. Um, but I don't think we're special. If if God were to make everything and anything, what are we really? You know what I mean? So you don't think we are special to God? And if we're created in the image of Him, then we're Joel. Tell Joel to come here. He had an interesting answer. Are you created in the image of God? Yes. You know, like. Uh, the, the spirit wise but not the actual form so if you created in his image why do you think you're not special you got me there <laughs> I got you you got me there yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> you smoke pot yes ooh yeah <laughs> no. I know it's a big no no on your no list no wonder you're not religious yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just try to base why do you smoke pot I guess that's just a relaxer as a stimulant you know relax from what day to day life So day-to-day life is so rough, you have to smoke pot? No, no, no. I don't let it get to me. I don't let... Well, then why you smoke pot to relax it? Yeah, just to enjoy. Relax from what if you're not letting day-to-day stuff get to you? Yeah, that's true. Um, It's like people that drink a beer or two, you know, just like a end-of-the-day kind of a thing. Oh. Yeah. Are you married? No. You have kids? No. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you can smoke it. 
Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, you know, I'm, I'm glad you're here. Thank you. Gerald, what do you say when I ask, are we special to God as human beings? I think that we're special in the sense of God gave us authority over the land. So in that sense, we're special. He gave you authority over the land? Right. Do you take authority? Uh, at times. At times, sometimes you just don't feel like it. <laughs> You're like, I don't feel like it, God. No. Uh, interesting. Do you think we're special to God, Isaac? This is Isaac and his father and mother. Tell me your first name again. Jesse. Oh, yeah, Jesse. Jesse. Jason. And your name? Anne. And Isaac was a guest on the Father's State the other day. Because he donated, his parents donated to the Indiegogo program. So he got 15 minutes, longer than that. Under, he's supposed to get 15 minutes, but he ended up getting an hour, 45 minutes. So, right? right? It was fun, huh? Yeah. Speaking to the mic. Yeah, it was really fun. Yeah, you're a smart guy. <laughs> Do you think that God believe we are special? Mm, mm, I guess not. You guess not? Yeah. That's going to be a good question this week. Okay. Amazing. Okay, we'll move on from that for now. Any other questions, Isaac? Uh, yeah, I actually did have okay. one question. We were sitting around last night trying They're to think They're from of, Ohio. Uh, when, you, when are you guys going Mississippi. back? Mississippi. Yeah, Mississippi. Oh, Mississippi. <laughs> and he goes to Ole Miss. That's right. Pharmacy That's school. I, I appreciate the uh, Elvis presence that you guys brought. Yeah. And, uh, souvenirs. <laughs> I'm glad uh, you like What's this. your question? Yeah, we were sitting around last night trying to think of, you know, questions we wanted to ask you. We were sitting around last night trying to think of questions that we wanted to ask you. And one that I had was, you know, sometimes when we watch your church service, we see you write down things in your book and stuff like that. So we were just curious, what are you writing down up there? Stuff that I want to remember to tell you guys about, everybody here about and out there. Because I'll forget. It just goes right through. Yeah. So you have like a checklist of stuff that you Yeah, you're... like subjects that I want to bring up or stuff. Okay. Like I got a few here that I can't tell you right now, but <laughs> <laughs> but I am going to bring yeah. them up. Okay. So that's why. Cool. But I don't write out the whole thing as to what I'm going to say right. and all that kind of stuff. Right. But a lot of things be happening. Yeah. And I say, oh, I can share that with them. Right. But I'll forget before Sunday. So I try to remember some of the stuff I think is important. Yeah. Gotcha. That's a good question. Um, anything else? Uh, I didn't have anything else. Uh-huh. You had something. You, Jason? Yeah. Okay. I was just, you know, I, I used to, we, my wife and I used to live out here from 89 to 93, so we we know what it's like or what it can be like living in such a big city and right. bad traffic. And So you've been here for 28 years or? or been in California? Yeah. No, since 1968. Okay. You so, weren't born yet. Uh, I was two. You were born yet? I was two. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this is a tough place to live, and it's a tough place, uh, especially for people who live right that don't have a strong faith. So do you see yourself staying here? Um, until God tell me to leave. I'm hoping one day we can take back California. We really need to stop running and start taking back. Because if we run to Alabama or Texas, then they'll follow us over there and try to take over those areas. So at some point, we have to stop running. And I love L.A. I really I like the weather, the opportunities, the, the surrounding places to go. And I just, I just think we need to stop running. Okay. You agree with that? I, yeah, I do agree with yeah. that. I see that, yeah. Because they're trying to take over. The children of the law are trying to take over everywhere. 
not just California, anywhere conservatives are or Christians, they are moving there and trying to turn it. Is it blue? They want to turn it blue. Yeah, so you got to stop running. Yeah. Okay, that's all I have. Do you see yourself coming back here to live at any point? No, I don't. I mean, I, uh, I, don't, I don't see that ever happening. <laughs> How about you, I, Isaac? Um, you know, after I graduate from school, uh, if the job opportunity presents itself, I'll come out here. If God wants me to come out here, yeah, I'll, I'll do it. Right. Yeah, yeah we got to stop running. California's a too beautiful of a place to give it over to the children of the life. We need to share it at least. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm. Do you see yourself coming back here to live? No. No? Uh-uh. Because of what? Traffic. The smell of pot everywhere. And pot everywhere. Everywhere. You'd be walking down the road and smell it. It wasn't like that when we lived no. out here before. We need to change that. Yeah, there's How many people smoke everywhere. pot? Ooh, you smoke pot? I didn't know lady smoke pot. You smoke pot too? Right, the first thing. Why do you smoke pot? You say you smoke pot, right? Yeah. What's your name? Joanna. And Joanna, is this your first time? Yes. And how did you hear about us? Through him. Through him? Omar. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, and how old are you, if I'm here? I'm 30. Why do you smoke pot? I used to not. I used to be very against it. I, uh-huh. I never really liked drugs. Uh-huh. But um, I tried it, and just the sense of calm that I, re- that I had is what kind of got me yeah. hooked to it. And uh, Well, you, you went over to Omar, Omar House one day, and he was smoking it. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, that smells good. Yeah, I didn't like the smell. <laughs> That's Omar what I hate like, the most. Yeah. I hit it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so you're like, it, it yeah, kind of just. Try. I, I realize now that it's kind of an artificial calmness. Yes. And so, um, Absolutely. For the last few few months, I think, I've been experiencing a lot of, um, I guess, spiritual awakenings. Yes. So I, I find myself not wanting to smoke as much because yes. I'm getting a lot more clarity with things. That's right. So in a way, I'm, I, it's kind of what pushed me to get to that mental state in a way. Right on. But yeah, I know so it's So you're right. going to drop it after a while. It'll fall away. Yeah. 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 I you don't, don't, like I don't the way see it myself. Smell. I'm sorry? You don't like the way it smells? No, I don't. Yeah, it doesn't smell like normal pot. When I was growing up, we had Bellup's pot. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't really tell it. You couldn't smell it all the way from one car to another one, you know? Or somebody. We, our, our pot just smell like this. Huh? Grass. Yeah, grass. We call it grass. I remember once my uncle and aunt came over to my house to visit, and I didn't know they were coming, and I had a bunch of friends over, and we had been smoking pot, and they're like, ring the doorbell, I'm like, oh, Lord. <laughs> we started slamming things away, and they still smelled it. They're like, what are you doing, smoking pot? I said, I'm not smoking pot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Do you have a question for me or anything? Not yet. Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad you're here. I am too. Yeah. Uh, and you smoke pot. And how long have you been smoking? Um, my mom gave me my first joint when I was 12. Your mother? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I thought you had gone over to Omar's house. Yeah, no. No. <laughs> your mo- why would your mother give you pot at 12? Uh, she had me when she was 16. Oh. Uh, so, you know, she was 
doing the best she could, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I, I've, I've, I'm the, I came from New Zealand to make peace with my mom. Are you doing so it? I am definitely doing yeah, it. Yeah, I know you do. How's it going? It's going really well. A yeah. lot of things are being revealed. Um, I'm noticing my anger has really fallen away, but now I'm getting emotional. Yeah. I cry and I get... Uh, my emotions are just all over the you place. You cry? Yes. About what? Whatever. About... <laughs> <laughs> you know, seriously. It's like where the, the crying is replacing the anger. Uh, yes. But with the pot, I am noticing I was high next to my... with. I'm staying with my mom, and so I was high, and I was next to her, and it was the revelation that I was so not present, and I wanted to be present with my mom. Yeah. It's been 10 years since I've even talked to her. So um, I was sitting next to her, and I was not clear, and it really made me realize how much I don't want to be high, and yes. I was high for so long to deal with the pain of my mom. Yes. So um, Absolutely. it was my safe place. It was a place where I could feel safe, where I, um, I learned to, to feel safe being high. But now I'm realizing I don't want to be high, and I really, really like being clear. Yeah. I love and, consciousness. Yes. And I don't want anything, no drug, no alcohol, yes. anything to interfere with that. I stopped drinking about um, almost nine years ago. I haven't had a drink in nine years, so I'm hoping to spend the rest of my trip with my mom clear. Are you still, do you still smoke pot? Uh, yeah, I've got some actually out in the car. You brought pot with you this morning? My, my sister gave me, my, my younger sister, her partner gave me some. Her and husband? I've been having with it. Um, no, it's her partner. My, her girlfriend? Her, her, her boyfriend. My sister's boyfriend. Oh, don't use the word partner. It right, made me I know. think I, she has another woman. I, I, I corrected Say myself husband on that. Yeah, boyfriend or boyfriend. Yeah, okay. Her boyfriend. Um, why are you still smoking it? Because I'm trying not to judge myself. I told myself I was going to stop smoking, and oh. I did stop smoking. But it has creeped back in since I've been here, yeah. and I'm just allowing it to happen. I'm really trying to not judge myself. Have you ever asked your mother, why would you give me pot when I'm 12 years old? I've never asked her. Ask her that while you're here. I will. And, but don't smoke before you ask. <laughs> yeah. hey, mother, I'd like to know, why would you give me pot at 12, and now I'm addicted to it? Yeah. Ask her that. Yeah, it was quite funny because I was smoking at the house, and um, she told my stepdad, not me, I could hear her, though, yeah. to tell him, that I don't want her smoking pot in here, you know, tell her not to smoke pot, she just Whoa. gets high all the time, well, her when fault. she actually did it to me. Sometime. Yeah. Exactly. Make sure you have an honest dialogue with her. When are you going I back to trying. New Zealand? Uh, New Zealand on February 9th. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I've still got a few more things to I'll go. be there in... Uh, April, I think. Yeah, I'm hoping we can, we can hook up. I hope up. we see you, yeah. Yeah. Um, but have an honest discussion with her about that. That'll help you overcome it, yeah. too. I keep trying. It's, She's really hard to talk to, though. She doesn't want to ad see anything of the past, you know? Uh, She's perfect. and Yeah, don't force her. Yeah, and I, I'm not. Her. Exactly. Yeah. Amazing. Any questions for me? Um, every time I think of questions for you, Jesse, my mind just goes blank. Oh. So I, I'm really trying to just okay. let things happen. And I no, I don't have a question for All right, you right well, now. If something pops up, let me know. Absolutely. Uh, all, especially coming from New Zealand. That's so far away. Yeah. Okay. Um, my question to the young lady way in the back in the glasses. What is wrong with too much knowledge? Kind of makes you entitled. I'm sorry? Makes you entitled, makes you think you know everything. or Makes you think you know everything. Oh, I don't okay. know. I feel like people who have too much knowledge kind of aren't smart in a way because they're not open to 
to listen to anybody else. They uh, they think they already know everything, you know. What do you say, Ed? What? Oh. Thank you. <laughs> Too much knowledge is actually very tiring. It takes away the joy in life. Yeah. There's always there, there's always more, and when there's always more of something, money's the same way. Yeah. You can be broke. Suddenly, you think. Uh, you have too much knowledge. Uh, not anymore. I get dumber every year. <laughs> Amazing. It's a good thing. Yeah, it, it really is. is a good thing. You start yeah. asking questions instead of coming up with answers. Well, we all should become idiots. Do we have any idiots here? Oh, good. Is your friend an idiot too? <laughs> are you an idiot? Is this your first time? Oh, please come back. Are you an idiot? <laughs> no. You're not an idiot? Why not? I just see it as such a negative word. To be an to idiot? Be, yeah. So you don't want to become an idiot? I don't want to be um, described as an idiot. You do not want to? No. Why not? Because I see it as something negative. Oh, you do? You want your friend to become an idiot? <laughs> huh? I can't hear you. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Did you I'm know that she want you to become an idiot? <laughs> and so she said, you idiot. <laughs> um, let me give you an example of too much knowledge. This past election, the, Democrat, the Democratic Party elected women who are all screwed up. And and they are celebrating this as though it's a good thing. And about four, where is James? Oh, it's about four there, right, James? I feel like it's at least five or six five or more. Them. Have you? Do you know about this? One is a lesbian. What? So what, James? No, he says something. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The Democratic Party elected a lesbian. One is a live, um, uh, married, I guess, to a man who already have a child by somebody else, out of wedlock child, I think. One is a Muslim from uh, uh, Detroit somewhere. Two of them are Muslims. Two of them, and they wear the Muslim scarf thing. And I'm so nervous that they come to work one day crying, Allah, Allah, Abba. <laughs> I will not become a, a congressman. But isn't that crazy? Two Muslims, one is an Indian, right, James? Yeah, two of them are Indians. You on the mic? Yeah, two of them are American Indians. American Indian. And then the one from New York lived with her boyfriend, and she's a socialist. Are you guys as shocked as I am about this? Who are okay with that? Who's okay with it? You can be honest, I can take it. You're not okay with that? Why are you not okay with it? Because I'm not okay with it because it's like they, they're winning, basically. They're winning the battle. Yeah. And if once they like win the battle, then it's over. They're gonna, it's over. It's done. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's You're not I'm okay with that either? And why aren't you okay with it? Oh, sorry. Because feminism is totally ruined this country yeah. and it's getting worse how did it happen I think when men got weak and they gave women the right to vote yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. 
<laughs> yep. And went to hell in a handbasket. I was driving behind this van the other day, and it had a sticker saying, driver carries no cash, he's married. At first I chuckled, and then I went, beta. <laughs> and then I... <laughs> and I and then I thought to myself, like, my grandma, grandpa would never, ever had even chuckled at that. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's not even funny. It's not. It's ridiculous. Absolutely. What's wrong with having those women in Congress right now, running out of government? Is this uh, your first time? Yes, yes, sir. It's my first Hello. time. What's your name? Leonel. Who you call me, Leo? Leo, yeah. okay. Yes, sir. Welcome. Uh, How old are you, Leo? 22. You're young, that's good. Yeah, thank you. And you found us on YouTube? Yes, I did. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so what's wrong with having those type of women in Congress? Well, first is that, uh, like, why Why do they want to change the best country in the world? Like, why? Yeah, like, that's they, a good question. Yeah, and and, and second is uh, that um, I don't believe they're good people. Like, like that's it. Yeah, yeah I agree. Amazing. You have any questions for me? Not yet. Oh, okay. You had your hand about this? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to talk about what she was saying, that men have become weak. So a lot of people don't understand that feminism isn't a fight against the patriarchy. It's a yearning for the father, yearning to bring back the patriarchy. Yes, that's right. And because men have become so weak, so now they're importing Muslims to become the the patriarchy, to put them back into place. So we have to really step up as men. How do you think it happened? How did they, why would anybody vote for them? Vote for these women? Uh-huh. I don't know, just been brainwashed. A bunch of weak men think women are perfect and, you know, they have our interests, yes. our best interests in mind. Amazing. And I'm asking this because I really want you to see what's going on. We're in, as someone said, we're in trouble. We're like totally in trouble. But I think we're starting to turn it around because men and women are waking up. And once you wake up, you have no fear. Then you can deal with these folks. But we are in trouble. Yes, sir. No, you were asking how did it happen. Yes. And the thing that popped in my head was the baby boomers. The baby boom generation, like, we are all a product of that. They're the ones who first kind of rebelled from the established order in the 60s and 70s and brought about basically all the values that our generations were raised with. Are you a baby boomer? No, you are. (laughs) Your mama is. It was your generation. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, her too, yeah. (laughs) You guys are the same age, probably. Uh, He said, I am, (laughs) Hermes. Thank you. What year were you born, Jesse? Uh, 49. Yeah, he's a baby boomer. Yeah, it's it's after 45. Yeah, it's after the war. I'm a millennial. It, the generation. <laughs> it's the generation who went to the war was the greatest generation, and then they came back and had a bunch of kids, and it's the baby boomers. Yeah, 49. Uh, no, I think, wait, it was during the Korean War when the the baby boomers, right? Yeah, that was after they came back from World War II. Oh, well, all right. Yeah, so he's a baby boomer from 49 to about 65. Well, they didn't have baby boomers in the black community. (laughs) 
We were just babies hoping to but, make yeah, it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not blaming you specifically, but <laughs> no, but that generation that came that that came of age in the 60s and 70s yeah. really derailed everything. That's I mean, there was already feminism, obviously. Like you go back to the 20s when the women's suffrage movement and all that, but it really entered a whole new space. Yeah. And I'm not blaming you know one specific person or anything like that. And then in the day, it's like you say, it's good and evil, but it's you could definitely mark a turn being made in yeah. the 60s and 70s. One, and, another way that it happened is uh, the parents have turned their children over to the government educational system, and then they allow the children of the lie to educate them, and in that education, they are demoralizing the uh, millennials and the ones under there. They are convincing them that homosexuality is fine, uh, these people who call themselves transgender is fine, and that we don't have a right to disagree, and smoking pot is fine, because now they're legalizing pot everywhere. Uh, they, so what they're doing is drugging you up and demoralizing you in order to use you. And so once they made the, the uh, millennials and others who believe that lie, then they start running for office. There is no way in the good old days when boys were boys and men were men that we would have a lesbian running for Congress or a woman who uh, is living with a guy. If they did, it would be secret. The world would not know about it. it. We would not allow that to happen. But they have taken over, and now they are pushing evil and trying to get rid of good. Anyone who wants to do what's right or speak out or, or, or against it, they try to slap you down right away. They don't want any truth. But this stuff would have never happened without growing up. When I was growing up, I think there was one sister that we ran into. And we're not sure about him, but we kind of think because he kind of walked like this. So, but that's how we kept it. Because it was a shame to be a sinner. They called it a sinner at the time. And so you try to overcome this stuff, not promote it as good. And now, and we have a Muslim, two Muslims in Congress, and these Muslims don't like us. They hate Christians and they hate infidels. But they would lie to deceive and get in there. You heard one of the moves, the first thing she said, we're going to run this effort, the MFR out, right? This woman don't like America. She doesn't like us. And why would we let her control our government? I would think that every voter in America would be outraged, but they've been demoralized. They got it where it's okay to have sex before marriage, or it's okay to live together before marriage, it's okay to have children, but they're corrupting you for their own personal gain. And so the people who voted for those women are corrupt people, and they voted for a corrupt government. They have to, because you can't control a person who is more, a moral person, you have to demoralize them. That's why they have done it. They made you accept everything that's wrong as right. And then they don't let anyone, any one of you that go out there and tell the truth, they'll try to hurt you. They'll try to stop you. We got to switch that. Otherwise, we will lose the country. Because if you notice in your own life, when you do wrong, nothing come back good. It always turns out bad, wrong for you. When you live together, it doesn't turn out well. We have babies out of wedlock, it doesn't turn out well. Just think about the stuff you guys have been into before you start waking up, how miserable life was 
because you were living the wrong way. That's why it wasn't working. You got that's why God said we gotta overcome so that life could be good for us. Because if you do it right, right gonna come back. When I hear men and women uh breaking up and they live together or they have sex or they date it, and they like, Oh, I lost my heart. You never had a heart. That wasn't gonna ever work out. And any man who sleep with a woman before marriage or a woman who sleep with a man nowadays will cheat on you. There's no honesty in there because the fact of coming together without marriage, both are wrong. Both of you are being dishonest. How do you expect that to work? God laid down some principles for us. He sent his only begotten son so that we can all have a perfect life. And until you return to that, your life is not going to be perfect. You're going to suffer. You're going to have problems. You're going to marry and live with the wrong kind of people. It's just going to be a mess. And you're right about the men. They are destroying the men because the men are the Christ of the earth. They represent God. And hopefully you men are waking up and standing up against that. Because if we are weak, the women will suffer. They can deceive the women. They really can. Like if we are... If we turn if we as men turn away from Christ, they can deceive us too. Because Christ is our Savior, He is our example, He educates us. So you gotta wake up or, or we're gonna lose America. I, I can't even imagine having those people in government. Morality, if you don't have uh, morality, you have nothing. If you're not a moral person, if you're not having faith, being what you say. You're nothing. Your life's going to be screwed up. Your kid's life, your dog life, the cat's life, everybody's life going to be screwed up. Because there's, that's death. To live wrong, to do it wrong, to not have faith is death. So we got to change it. And so when you run into people who believe in that stuff, you got to correct them. Don't be afraid to say, no, 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 you're wrong. Don't be afraid to tell them. Because maybe they haven't heard about it. A lot of millennials have never heard about it. They didn't know you should wait. I had a guy tell me, growing up, he never saw a strong man. Who told me that, Joel? Where's Joel? Oh, you're so black, I can't see you. <laughs> did someone tell me they didn't see a real strong man that stood up while growing up? I don't remember. Oh, somebody yeah. told me that. Oh, one, oh, okay. How do you grow up not seeing a strong man? You grew up that way? You never saw a strong man. No. And, and how? How did that happen? Um, my mom is um, a very controlling person, yeah. very full of anger. And my dad, um, he also came from a broken family. His dad left when he was about nine years old. And uh, he, my, my dad was sent into the military in his country at a very young age. So I don't know what kind of experiences he had over there, but... Whatever bad stuff he went through, I think he went through worse with my mom. Yeah. And so yeah. he was very weak. He was broken down. He, you know, he, she destroyed him. And so I didn't have that. No wonder you're smoking pot. <laughs> Do you have some extra in your car right now? You have some pot, right? <laughs> no. yeah. I don't want to smoke right now. Here now. <laughs> oh, my story is a doozy. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I didn't have that strong male figure in my life. So. Have you forgiven your mother for that? I'm trying to. 
About doing what? I actually did try to approach her um, maybe like in November, it was, in November, just before uh, Thanksgiving, I think. And then what happened? It wasn't good. <laughs> I got attacked uh, verbally. By your mother? What did she say? A lot of bad stuff. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And did you care what she said? That's where I, last night actually we were talking about it. Um, I realized that I, I need to do it again because I engaged with her and yeah, I, I went on attack also. Oh. And I wanted to prove her right. I wanted to make her see no. you're wrong. And yeah, so uh, I feel like I did more damage to myself because I went right back to the behaviors that I, yeah. I had when I was living with her, yeah. which was to contradict her and just stand my ground. And, and to me, I felt like I'm standing up for myself, but really I'm getting just as angry as she is. Yes. And you I'm doing like exactly her. the same thing as she is. And yeah. so now I'm like, okay, that wasn't forgiveness. That was me just like kind of trying to test the waters before I really do. Yeah. So. Yeah. Next time go back and forgive her. Yeah. And if you shake it in your boots, yeah, it's the last time you're going to have to shake. Yeah. But you've got to forgive her because that's and return to the father yeah. because that's what uh, causes you to have fear. Coincidentally, my dad just randomly called me before we got here. So. Like, oh, yeah, today? Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm going to go see him today later, I think. Good. And be honest with him. Let him know what you realize. Oh, yeah. And uh, once you return to the father, everything starts to open up for you. It's so amazing. That yearning, that emptiness that everybody has or have is a yearning for the Father. And it's so amazing. Once you go and deal with it, the anger will disappear. Mm -hmm. And sometimes because you're a little baby, you're growing spiritually, you'll get lost in your imagination. You'll still feel it, but it won't be a big deal. You'll just let it pass. Okay. All right? That's amazing. So are you, when will you deal with your mother? When? Um, I don't know yet. <laughs> Is she in the city? Yeah, she's close by. Uh, yeah. She lives near you? Uh, she doesn't know where I live, but I live very close. Oh, good. Close. Don't let her know. No, <laughs> no I've, 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 where I've moved, I've been living there, I think, uh, a little over a year now, and yeah. she has no idea where I live. But right it's, on. It's like five minutes away from her. Really? So, yeah. Oh, man. Well, make sure you go and forgive her. Yeah. She doesn't have to admit anything. She could start yelling and screaming, let her scream. Just look at her like you're watching a movie. <laughs> Thinking, wow, that's interesting. It's a scary movie. Yeah, this is a scary movie, it right? Is. It's scary. <laughs> but don't try to convince her of anything. Don't apologize for anything because she made you the way you are. Yeah. And the problem, the reason you don't have that perfect life yet because you resent her. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And then just say, hey, I just want to forgive you, let you know I'm sorry for hating you for it. Yeah. But so, and, and that's it. Don't try to come. You'll walk away. Are you doing the silent prayer? I have not done that yet. Make sure you start that. Yeah. You're going to need that. Put down yes, the I pot do. and do the silent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's amazing. Yeah. Go and forgive her. It'll be the last time you ever have to do it. Yeah. Don't try to convince her anything. All right. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Who's son? My son. Oh, okay. Um, so. How old are you? Uh, nine. Okay. Welcome. So uh, I was actually trying to stop her from going in attack mode, but she wouldn't listen. So why were you really, trying to stop? Really, it was harder on me. I'm sorry. You said things get harder on you. What what gets harder on you?
when she talked to her mother, it, it, that makes it hard for you? It does? Does grandmother get mad at you or something? Huh? Well, your mother, she said yes. Your mo- How old are you, 12? Nine. Nine. Your mother should keep you away from grandmama. She should, because grandmama's going to mess you up the same way she did to your mother. Would you like that? Uh, are you about to cry? You about to cry, huh? Yes, you are. You look smart in glasses. See, you're a smart kid, I guess. Are you smart? Good. Well, next time, don't don't let him go around her. Because we were together, and I kind of went on an impulse to go. Uh-huh. And um, you want an oh, impulse to I'm do sorry. Yeah, I kind of had the impulse to just go because I I had pre prior to me going to my mom, I had sent her a message. Um, after I. I kind of found the source of why I resented her so much. Yes. And so I, I sent her a message saying, um, you know, this is what happened. This is why we had such conflict, and I forgive you. So I felt that that wasn't enough. So right. one day that I was driving home after I picked him up from school, I just had the sudden urge to go, and that was my mistake that he did witness, you know, uh. that that incident with my mom and it really affected him and seeing how it affected him I realized the mistake that I made of being there and having him witness such aggression you know from a mother to a daughter yeah so yeah did you apologize for taking him around her oh yeah I did and I told him that wouldn't happen again good yeah and don't let her babysit him or anything she's she's not in in my life hardly at in 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 any way oh good so you're gonna be fine buddy I know how you feel well, you'll be fine now. You're not going around Grandma anymore. The wicked witch of the West. <laughs> <laughs> it won't happen again. All right? I'm glad you told me about it. Another thing about voting these people in, they're going to pass laws that they identify with, just like abortion and homosexual laws and transgender laws, and now we're going to have more Muslim laws. And these people take over our country, we're going to become South Africa. Believe me, they're going to destroy this country. But thank God you're waking up, and that won't happen, hopefully. That makes sense? But you got to start speaking up, too. And they're going to call you names. They're going to threaten to take your job. That's another thing. We have to start supporting each other. If we get in trouble or something, like somebody try to hurt us, conservatives have to support each other. Don't agree with the children of the lie and not support each other. They support one another. Even though they might not agree on everything, they still support each other, but conservatives don't. Why is that? We got to stick together. Do you know why that is? You're scared. You're scared to support each other. We want, we want to be liked. We want to be accepted. By the children of the lie? Yeah. I'm but they're never going to like you. Right, I know that now. They don't even like their own. They really don't like one another. Because when you have anger, you can't like another person. You hate everybody. Right. We see that now. Yeah. But in the past. Well, I hope you you start working on that. We got to stick together. And if we're wrong, we need to admit we're wrong. But still stick together. Otherwise, they divide, they will conquer us. And all this, yes, all this stuff that they are for is wrong. It will mess up the earth. Really, don't be afraid to say that it's wrong. Yes. They were on the way to the football game last night, and they dropped me off to get a massage. And 
the girl who was about to give me the massage started talking about her wife. Oh, and did you say hands off? <laughs> <laughs> it was, well, I wasn't sure what to do. You should have said, once she mentioned her wife, yeah. you said, no, no, I'm not going to let you do me. I'm, I'm out of here. Really? Yes. All right. That's how bold you have to be. Don't go along with evil if it's evil. So if the massage therapy wanted to tell you she got a wife, we'll say, I'm going home to my husband. <laughs> I want my money back. Wow. Okay. Were you, embar- were you afraid of embarrassing her? I didn't want to be rude. Um, you didn't want to be rude. Was she being rude by saying my wife? Yeah. So why do you want to be rude back? Yeah. I got to be tougher. Yeah. <laughs> Children of God have to be tougher. Christ was a tough dude. Yeah. He didn't, he would have said, okay, I'll see you later. Yeah. You can go live over at Solomon Gamora. I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> but don't be afraid. If she said, my wife, you should say, okay, I'm out of here. Thank you. Bye. All right. Because it looked like you accepted it when you go along with yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, they were standing there, too, when she said it. They were standing there? Yeah. And, and they didn't say a word? They left me there with her. So your husband and your son were standing there? Yeah. And they didn't say anything? No, but I was afraid they were going to text me on my phone because she took my phone to charge it up. And I was like, oh, God, please don't let them, because I knew they were going to text something about, ha, she's got a <laughs> wife, and she's about to give you a massage. And I was like, oh, Lord, please, because she's going to hurt me. <laughs> Why do you say somebody? We we definitely should have said something. I see that what now. What made you not just for all of because a lot of people do uh, that kind of stuff. The Cowboys what made were about you to not play. Say the Cowboys were getting ready to play, so we had to go. The Cowboys <laughs> more important. Amazing. We, Why we do you say something as a husband? I mean, just being honest, I I didn't want the confrontation right there. That's that's just the truth. Amazing. I mean, I, yeah. You got to go toward the confrontation, not away from it. That's how you grow. And then part of me thought that. She might actually do a better job with the massage. <laughs> since she, it, it she, she would know all the right places Lord, to touch. Help you know. us all. I, I don't know. He thought the lesbian massage would be better. Help his wife. <laughs> That's wrong thinking. Uh, I, know, I know. You left your wife in the hands of Satan's daughter. <laughs> well, she said she did a great job, so. <laughs> I bet she did. <laughs> oh, yeah, you got to start speaking up. Don't be afraid. Let me take over here first, Michael, and then I come to you. And then I got to explain something to you that's really good. Uh, yeah. Um, remember when we were talking about, uh, I was talking about the candy bar? Very good point. Uh, Listen to this point. So um, in prison, uh, if you're, if you're, in, if you're new to prison and, uh, you're like in the mess hall or something, and uh, someone comes walking up to you, and let's say they got a candy bar, and they offer it to you. You're like you shouldn't even acknowledge that they're there because once you take that candy bar, you become a bee, and uh, and that's kind of like life in general. And I feel like as long as you keep, you know, that's socialism in a nutshell. It's yeah. a candy bar. You know what I mean? And yeah. a lot of things in life are just people trying to give you a candy bar to see how if they can make you dependent on them. And so I'm trying to like, I'm trying to see the candy bar more and, yeah, and right. then acknowledge it and then, and then totally just 
you know, act like it doesn't exist. That's such a good point. The way they draw you in, they give you free stuff. And the moment you accept it, they own you. Because now you feel too guilty to say no. You find yourself saying yes when you should say no. If you notice, even with kids, this is such a, a rule that applies to all people. With kids, if you don't have them working while they're growing up, making them earn their way, clean the dishes, clean the house, be responsible, you're giving them free stuff, they never grow up. They always run away from tough things. They don't make decisions. They don't want to work because you own them. That nature doesn't develop it. That's what the Democrats are doing. That's why they want to bring all the illegal aliens here. Give them free stuff. The Democratic Party own them. And there's nothing the Republican Party can do about it because they own them. And so they own this generation of millennials and the ones below because they brainwashed them. They're giving them free stuff. You heard the woman out of New York. What's her name? Ocasio. AOC. <laughs> yeah. uh, Ocasio? Yeah. How, she, how she's is promising everything free now. Free education, free medical care, free this and free that. That's how they draw them in. That's what has kept blacks on the plantation for so long. It's free stuff. You don't need a man. We'll take care of you. And they're, and they're still relying on that, even though they have no respect for black people at all. They just use them for the votes. They just offer them free stuff. And now they pretend everything is racism to get their corrupt stuff in. You've got to wake up. This is a spiritual battle. It's bigger than what you think is happening. It really is. It's not just your deal that you're dealing with. It's out there in the world. And if we let these people take over government, we're in trouble. Are they going to pass laws that are going to take our guns away? Going to have all the men put in jail? And all men are going to be, men are going to be rapists and molesters and abusers? And if you say you're not, you're going to jail. They hate men because they hate God. And ladies, you got to stand up for men, especially the weak beta men, because they don't know it better. They can't help it right now. They're waking up. But you got to, because your uncles and your husbands and your nephews and things can end up in that situation too. Your sons, when you have kids, it applies to everybody, every male. It really does. One guy, I was at the barbershop yesterday, and he brought up some black guy that's supposed to be a rapist and stuff. And he asked me about it. I said, I don't believe it. I said, those women are lying. Because they knew about this guy. They wanted money and power. Now they want to destroy him. And uh, I didn't ask you for the name. Who is that? No, I didn't ask you for the name. I haven't watched the film yet. But we got to stop believing the children of the lie. Wait until you see for yourself. And so this guy, well, what should we do about it? I said, change those laws that goes against men. Those are not good laws because they're destroying families and everything. When we were growing up, men and women had their own problems. They didn't need the government to handle that for them. We got to come back to being normal people. All right? Um, and so these people are going to pass bad laws. And God forbid, if the Muslims start running out of government, it's over. Remember when Obama was in there, the uh, Muslim Brotherhood tried to take over. And Obama was for them, it seems. We're going to lose the government, and that's it. They're going to pass all kind of law. And the first thing they would do is disarm you. 
then they'll take your freedom of speech away. They really will. And it become against the law to tell the truth. I'll be in jail right away because I can't help it. That's all I know. I just grew up that way. Yes, Michael. So we have a couple super chats. Uh, first one is from Christopher Grimm. It's uh, regarding the lady who went to the massage. Uh, it says, <laughs> be careful refusing being serviced. If person is crazy, they can get you fired probably. But no, she, she didn't work there. Yeah. Oh, you mean wherever she... Yeah, wherever she, wherever worked, she, she worked. But you can't be careful. Yeah. They tell you to be careful because they want to destroy you. They don't want you to take action. So from now on, let's say you say, well, no, you go back home to your wife. I'm going to my husband. I don't want your service. And they went after you. You can sue them too. Fight back. Should I just left? Yeah. Once she mentioned, oh, my wife, I would say, I'm not for that. I'm out of here. Thank you. Goodbye. I'm sorry that the men didn't defend you. I said, I'm stunned. Can I ask a question about it? Yeah. You said a little bit ago that women... You said, I think you said that women should help the beta males. Yeah. Can you elaborate and just kind of help By us with that? not hating the men and be honest with them. Like just, I should have said, hey, you guys should have... Yeah, you should have talked to me. You guys should have protected me. Okay. Help me get out of there. I wasn't able to do it myself, especially with the husband. What are other That's ways? what he's there for, to protect you. Yeah. What are other ways that, that women who are waking up, how do we deal with situations? That's what live in the present so you can see what to do. Don't plan on what to do. Okay. God will show you. Okay. But you'll see what to do. When you love what's right, you will see what to do. It's so amazing. Don't plan what you're going to say or what you're going to do. When the incident happens, you'll see what to do. When, one thing about waking up, I find like I sometimes I overanalyze and I'm questioning everything that I'm doing now. You know, yeah. it's, it's like, oh, should I have done that or should I have said that to him or, you know, so I'm sometimes overthinking. When you're talking to the devil, okay, that's not you overanalyzing. Satan is telling you, oh, you said it wrong, oh, you said too much. You're like, oh, okay, daddy. And now he's got you doubting what's right. <laughs> okay. Now you, he has you doubting what, what's right, what you did. So just observe those thoughts. Yeah, let them all pass. Okay. Never believe anything in your head. Doubt no matter it all. what it says. Okay. Doubt every thought. Doubt every thought. Okay. If he said you overanalyzed it, yeah. doubt it. Don't believe it. Right. God will show you. So in that situation at the massage, I guess I was, if my husband is there and my son, who are alphas now. She's got to be nice. <laughs> But, but they didn't do it. Is it okay for me to step in and say, hey, we're out of here. I'm not going to yes, do this. That's absolutely. all right. If your husband and son are not going to protect you, you have to protect yourself. Okay. Somebody got to stand up. Okay. Yes, absolutely. Then you would have embarrassed them. And they would oh, I should have done it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's what you should do. We're, we're trying. We're all babies. No, I understand that. Absolutely. So how do we um, how do we balance standing up for what's right with our careers? Like, you know, I'm going to be a pharmacist, or maybe if you own your own business, how do you like if someone comes into your business and you don't want to serve them because they have a certain belief? How do you balance that with work? That's a, number one, don't balance. Just live, just be, and God will guide you. Because there are times to say and to do, and there are times not to say and do. 
But if you live in the presence of God instead of in the past or so-called future, you will see what to do when you need to do it. Because there may be a lesbian walking to your pharmacy place and you can help her. Uh, but there may be another way you can't. But you got to let God determine that moment. And he will show you. He'll talk to you. He doesn't talk to your head. He reveals to you. So don't plan. We have to learn to just be in life. Really, that's all you have to do, be. And he, he works in us. We have the Holy Spirit, we have God, and we have Christ inside of us. So you just have to be. Ain't nothing that important. Just be. That makes sense? Yeah. Yeah, because mm-hmm. if you plan to do it yourself, you may do it wrong. Right. And you hurt yourself or get right. hurt. So just wait upon it. Okay. Because like in, in the situation with my mom, you know, I was... I mean, I was calm, and, and, I mean, of course, my dad and I kind of looked at each other when she said my wife, but there was nothing really that, you know, I didn't feel in that moment to, you know, say, hey, come on, Mom, we're, we're, we're out of here. You're like, stay here, Mom, we're going to the football game. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. because the football so how, game is more important. So how can I know uh, next time? When someone says my better. wife, that's the sign. That's, that's the, the sign. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We as Christians have to stop supporting wrong. Mm-hmm. Like the Kate Baker up north somewhere, I think. Yeah. He's going back to court because he's been challenged again. He won the first case. He refused to give in. <laughs> he's not going to bake a gay cake. So he refused to give in. He went to court, and he won. And now he's been challenged by transgender, I think. Mm-hmm. And if he keeps fighting, he'll win that too. But we all need to stand with him. He needs to know, and the world needs to see that we're standing together. We might not agree on everything, but we're standing together on those things we know are right. right. I guess I'm just a little confused because earlier you said that, you know, there may be a situation where in my pharmacy a lesbian comes in and I I can help her. Right. And then other times there's not. Right. Um, So, I mean, how do I? Why are you confused about that? Well, I mean, because you said when she says my wife. uh, All through you guys felt funny when she said my wife. Yeah. You had all kind of clues, okay. right, in that moment gotcha. that you should not leave your mother there with her. Immediately. Gotcha. Yeah. Immediately. You knew right away. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. I got it. So you'll get those kinds of signs. Okay. You'll know. Believe me, you would know. We have the Holy Spirit. We will know. But you got to do. When you know, you got to do. Okay. It's like we had to work extra hard to ignore that's true. That's that right. is true. Yeah, because I did actually. Now that I think about it, there was like this. You know, my heart kind of dropped when uh-huh. she said that, and I, I felt like uneasy. You know, when she said that. And but you didn't want to make this woman uncomfortable, so you let you're right. you left your mother with her. You're right, and I, that's wrong. I shouldn't have done that. I that's apologize. right. Absolutely. Next time you get up and walk out <laughs> and embarrass them. I got I got you next time. Don't worry about it. Oh yeah, your husband. That's right. Your husband need to have it. Because he's going to be with her when you're gone. Right. You'll be out having your own life. Right. Yeah. It's nice of you, Isaac. <laughs> <laughs> so nice. So nice. <laughs> you're so nice. He nice. He nice. <laughs> <laughs> he nice. Um, so, some more super chats? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Um, life never ends. Uh, super chat. Life never ends? Yep, okay. that's the name. Uh, I want to remarry. Been married twice, but learned how to do right by listening to you. Should I marry again? And he says, or he or she says, thanks for helping me with life all is well. Uh, only marry, no, don't. I will see first the kingdom of God in his right way and let it be added. If it's meant to be, it will be. But why do you want to get married again? One time is hell enough, right? 
men and women go through hell in that first marriage, right? That's why God said, only if they die, you can do it again. Or I think if they cheat or something. Yes. And another one from Super Chat from Jib Jab. Should we pray aloud, not whooping and hooping and hollering when we ask for things of God? Should we make requests aloud when talking to God? Now, if something just comes to you to say out loud, of course. But you shouldn't because God knows all your needs. And I'm telling you as a witness, he will take care of you. He will provide all your, he loves you. And he will provide all your needs. He will open up the windows of heaven and just pour them out to you. Because you're showing trust in him by being his son or daughter. And why wouldn't a good father take care of you? He said that, someone on my face, what is it? Yeah. I got it? Yeah. Thank you. You all have food on his nose. You walk around the office trying to be all important. <laughs> I'm like, you got food on your nose. He's like, oh, God. Um, no. God will give you your needs, really. He said we don't, we don't know what to pray for. And then he said, don't worry about those things. Don't think of those things. Just seek the kingdom of heaven and all will be added. So, no. I mean, if words come, you don't have to hold back, but not the train words you got. One of the problems with too much knowledge uh, because most people don't have that uh, inner transformation, knowledge is just an illusion. It becomes an illusion. You've got to have the inner transformation, and most people don't get that. So knowledge becomes like ego for people. It's an illusion. Look how the government act now. They act like they own us, and we don't own them. They work for us, but they got all this knowledge, and they're living a life of an illusion. It's not real. They don't believe in God. Too much knowledge is not good for you. It kills the soul. It really does. So be careful with all this knowledge. People go to college every day to get A-A-B-A-M-A, and they feel so proud. Oh, I'm going to school to get my master's. Now you're supposed to applaud. I'm like, you dummy, you should stay home. There's nothing but cost. We have what we need to know inside of us. We really do. All of us have it already. Okay, I got to move on a little faster. And that's it? Uh, and just a follow-up was, does Satan try to intercept prayers? Yeah, that's why you need to pray the quiet prayer, because the Holy Spirit will intercede for you, and Satan cannot understand what the Holy Spirit is saying. But when you're like, oh, Lord, help me, he's like, Satan's like, okay, I got you. And you think that's from God. Let me take this question way over here, then I'll come back to you. I'm glad you asked. Yes, sir, miss. Go to the mic. Wait a minute. I think you answered it, but the point I was going to make was regarding the uh, lesbian masseuse. It's not the fact that she's a lesbian. It's the fact that she's trying to get you to go along or accept her her lifestyle. lifestyle. If she had kept that private, don't nobody care who you got at home. You can be sleeping with whomever at home. But when you're like, oh, my wife, what the world? No, you're right. You're right, Irma. Nobody care. Otherwise, how come they can flaunt evil, but we can't flaunt good? That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? Just because they're doing it, that doesn't mean we all agree with it. But if they want to keep it private, they have a right to keep it private. That's between them and God. But they try to flaunt it on you. I, yeah, so what now? They are seeking validation. Yeah, we validate them. Not me anymore, but yeah. 
Um, I, uh, that is so true. I said a long time ago, when homosexuals first came out the closet and, and, and the decent people fought against it, I said then, if they pass all these laws validating homosexuality, these people are still not going to be happy. Because when you're wrong, you're separated from God, you're not happy. You have no peace. And a law is not going to change that. It's not going to change it. Let me do this. For, that's a very good point, Ernest. If whatever you do behind you, smoke pot, as long as you're not high, when you get to work. You do what you want. That's between you and God. If you want to suffer with pot, that's up to you. Uh, did you have your hand? Did I see your hand? Uh-huh. Uh, and then right here, and then I, I, I want to share something. No, I was going to make a statement about the, the contradiction with the liberals electing Muslims because there's nothing more like ultra ridiculously conservative than Islam. Like in Muslim countries, they don't tolerate homosexuals. They hang them. Um, but that's what they're they trying to do to feminism. America, too. Yeah, but then they hate this like common sense conservatism, you know, that's like balance. That's very, you know, Western or whatever you want to call yeah. it. But yet they're they're bringing in Islam, which is like. You know, just this radical version of of this temperance. The voters are doing it. It's crazy. Yeah, Europe is the same thing. Like yeah. they rejected the church or the traditional Christian values, and then they want to impose this radical Islamic well, value. We can't blame them for what they want to do. We blame ourselves for allowing them to do it. Really, if we stood up, they could not do it. They really can't do it. It's us who allows it to happen. It's so amazing. Um, Oh, did I see your hand? Oh, it was her. Okay, go ahead. Um, my my question is, um, how can you tell the difference when you're having a revelation or when you're overanalyzing something? When you're like kind of, because I, I I get anxiety a lot, and I'm always trying to analyze things, look at things through different perspectives. Try you're to trying to analyze. Your, Any experience, like uh, what I need to do, what's my next step, you know, how oh, should okay. I react in this situation? You're like, oh, and Lord, I'm going crazy. What's I am. <laughs> no, I have been. We're in my pot. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but at the same time, I've had things where they just make sense. But how can I tell the difference? Oh, this is Good. just the devil trying to freak me out. Or am I really having a revelation, a moment of truth? Number one, God would never, ever, 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 never cause you to have anxiety. Okay. He will always cause you to have peace. Okay. Christ came and God sent him so that you could have peace. So anxiety comes from anger mm-hmm. and the voices that are trying to analyze come from yeah. Satan. Because Satan is your daddy when you have anger. Yeah. And he's telling you all this stuff, figure this out, do this, you need to pay it no attention. Okay. That's why I hope you do the silent prayer yeah. dot video so that you can learn in those moments, just relax, it's not a big deal. Okay. All right. Thank you. Whenever you're going through anything, just relax. And the only reason you're going through it because you believe the lie in your head. Right. You believe the lie. It's not God doing it at all. So just relax in the past. Okay. But don't analyze anything. Don't believe anything Satan is telling you about the situation. That makes sense. Yeah, that's the hard part. <laughs> yeah, that's why you need to pray. I want you to. I, I want you to doubt every thought. Okay. Believe no thoughts. Every thought. If it say you're going to lose your job tomorrow, wait and see. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Don't believe anything. Always wait and see. If it tells you that your husband divorced you and he's moved out, don't believe it until you get home to see. Right. 
And, and if you get home and he's moved out, it's oh, that's cool. He's God, I got a bigger place now. <laughs> no big deal. Let him go. Don't chase him or anything. Right. Just accept what is. And so I mean, just be. And God got your back. Thank you. You'll be fine. But God revealed and Satan talked to you. Yeah. I Last night, actually, I had moments like that. And I stopped myself from doing things where it's like, oh, I'm going to try to see if this is true. If this thought that I have yeah, is true. Yeah, don't test it at all. Yeah. And I, I've stopped myself from doing that. Yes. Good. And the more you do it, the further Satan get away from you. Yeah. Right on. Yeah, doubt every thought. You'll see what happens. Good. I like that. Let me just ask you, you dealt with your mother, right, on Christmas? What happened? You went back to Texas? I did, yeah. And what happened? Uh, it was two days before I was heading back to L.A. that I uh, went to her house. You waited until you ate a bottle of food? Pretty much. <laughs> Not so many words, yeah. Yeah, and what happened? Uh, so, uh, I'd been trying to call, and uh, she hadn't picked up the phone the past 15 times I've called, so uh, I just went to the house and uh, started knocking on the door. Nothing. Knocked again. Nothing. Went to the back. Went to the back of the house. Knocked on the door. Nothing. I was about to leave, and uh, right before I uh, was about to step off, the door opened, and so what I was, you know, maybe imagining a 30-minute to an hour-long conversation turned into four hours. And uh, uh, I forgave my mother, yeah. And um, it's, Did she react, overreact to it or did she accept it? She said, well, you know, I didn't ask for your forgiveness. First off, and uh, yeah, and uh, what'd you say when she said that? uh, I said, I know you did, but I need to forgive you, right? And uh, I started off with kind of like the turn the heat off. I started off with what you kind of recommend is like, you know, I've been angry with you, I've been angry at you, mom, and I've resented you for the you know, for. Not answering when I when I'm calling you, and you know when I when I felt like I've needed you in the past, and you haven't been there, and yeah. um, uh, my parents are divorced, so I forgave her for uh, you know destroying our family, and it really did destroy our family. It really wrecked it up. Yeah. And um, uh, did she admit to that that she destroyed the family? Uh, she did not want to take. She admitted that it did destroy the family, but she doesn't like to own up to stuff. Yeah. And uh, I could tell that there was like this, you know, this, 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 I don't know if you want to call it spirit, but she was getting like lower, like a little bit depressed as this conversation was going on and, and quieter and, and reserving more. And, uh, and, I, and I was, it was interesting. I was watching it like a movie. Yes. You know, I wasn't feeling it. That's right. I was just saying what I felt needed to be said. And it's interesting because I, I feel like I could have said more. But the very first time, like the, the instant I, I said, Mom, I, I forgive you. Um, a couple of your uh, radio show uh, guests and people have described like they – they feel like this weight coming off or whatever, right. like, or like this magical moment or whatever. 
And I didn't feel like that so much, but I did definitely, it was like a, like a breeze, like a very gentle, like a almost minuscule little, like, just, and I don't know if that's what they describe, but I did feel something the moment I said, mom, I forgive you Right on. before even going in, before even going into the details. Why was she, did she know you were coming or something? Why was it so hard to get in the house? Uh, no, she didn't know I was coming. She did not? But I did call, like, three times that day. And did you leave a message on your way or something? Yeah, I texted and nothing. Why was she not answering the door if she was in the house? That's what I wanted. She hadn't answered my phone call the past six months I've called her. Did she know you were at the door? No. But why wasn't she answering the door? You uh, said you had to go I to the I think she was asleep. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, I thought you were running or something. No. Okay. I think, yeah, I think she. So I, you, I woke her up. How you feel now? How you see things now? Well, um, you know, I'm a little. I don't want to say down, but and why? Because I hear all the time through your radio show and through people talking here how like, and you even say whenever you forgive your mother that, you know. It's it's gonna be you know life's gonna be good and and it's gonna and I have I've felt like a lot of things like really coming at me this week, like a lot of life just like trying to get me down. Yeah. Like a week after it has been done, you know. And and I thought I guess I thought that life was gonna change whenever I did that. But did Satan tell you that? Yeah. And you didn't uh, think that he thought that for you. And I, I guess I just maybe had a, a an idea that life would get better once I did this. Okay. The one thing that you're doing wrong, yeah. Never ever compare yourself to anyone else. Yeah. Whatever happened to others, don't compare and think that's gonna happen to you. Cause you're being set up when you do that. But the moment you woke up, you were awake. Then you just start living, just be. Mm-hmm. Don't say, oh, I'm not like Jesse, or I'm not like Louise, or I'm not like this. You're being you. And so when those challenges came, mm-hmm. you should have been ready for them. Just go through them yeah. and deal with them. And then you grow up. Yeah. But don't compare yourself at all to anyone. Whatever happened to you, happened to you. Mm-hmm. And it may not, maybe the person not explaining it well or something, but don't compare yourself. Yeah. And that would you have done, you expected something else. Yeah, I just, well, you know, I'd I really like God to just, you know, open up the heavens and go and do something big in my life, you know, but... Why should he? I don't know. <laughs> why are you, why are you life, why should he do that for you? I feel like it's a desire of my heart. So. Well, you're desiring the wrong thing. Yeah, I guess so. Let that go. Yeah. You're desiring the wrong thing. And that's the not why you want, want that's is, not why you want to wake up. You want to wake up because it's your obligation to be a son of God. Yeah. To have faith, to be his son and to live right, to do the right thing. And so my only want should be seek first, first and, God and his right way. And all of it. Yes. I but feel like want, I am seeking God. I know, but you want And I want all of it to be added right now. See, Suffer and die. It doesn't say when he's gonna add it, though. You know, your motivation it's just like, is wrong. Say what? Your motivation is wrong. Yeah, that's. I, I would. I would say that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So just suffer and die. So what would you recommend? What to that, to switch the motivation? What would you say? That you suffer and die. Oh, I've been suffering. Yeah, I guess dying. So, so dying's the next step. Well, okay. What would you realistically say that? I you, would. I would either, because you can't trick God, you can't pretend you're seeking yep, him, but yeah, I'm you trying. want stuff. 
you got to realize you need to overcome. You need to seek God because that's what you need to do. Yeah. And don't worry about the other stuff. Yeah. Otherwise, you're deceiving yourself. Your heart has to be right. Mm-hmm. And your heart is not right yet. You ready for some stuff. Right. So you're going to suffer until you overcome that. So I should want... Your soul is longing for the Father, not for things. I should want absolutely nothing, only God, only only that. That's right. I feel like I have reached that point and then fallen back into the wanting Because you never reached that point. Satan was lying to you. Once you wake up, you cannot fall back. All right. right, Don't get married. You mess up your wife. (laughs) And your kids. No way, yeah. Yeah, so no just thanks. continue to suffer until you get tired. Until I completely surrender to God? Right. Mm-hmm. All right? You haven't had enough pain yet. Well. You have an afro right now? I don't know. Uh, it looked like a Jewish fro. The Jew fro? You know how Jew people have that big old red afro like with the hair? Uh, <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. And then I got something. Uh, are you able to read? Yes, you read well? Uh, yes. In English? Yes. <laughs> I want you to read something, all right? Okay. okay. I yes. have a question about the silent prayer. Yes. So I've been doing it, but I feel when I'm doing it, I feel like I'm in a roller coaster. I'm like in and out, in and out. So um, I don't know. Am I doing it wrong? Beautiful. Let it be. Okay. Have no no judgment of it, no decisions about it. Just do it. And whatever's happening, watch it happen. If you're in and out of thoughts, fine. Watch it happen. If you're lost in thought the whole time, at least you know you're lost in the thoughts. But have no opinion about it. Okay. And then once you're done, get up and go your way. Okay, thank you. No, have no opinion because Satan's trying to make you doubt mm-hmm. yourself. Okay. He really is. Thank you. Okay, good question. Sure, did you have your hand? I did, but it was something past. It's what okay. was it about? Um, the election of all the oh. people. I just I can't believe you people taking all our government. No, I think you know what? When you don't, when we don't speak up, that's what happens. Yeah. It just degrades and devolves and stuff like that. Because to me, when she, the lady said we're going to impeach the MF, it's like the standards have just yes. And she all proud of it and applauded. It's just, it's just gone down. The other day I saw a so-called Republican woman doing a debate on CNN, and she's like doing her nails. What was that woman's name? Anna Navarra. Navarra? Yeah, she was wrong. She's all wrong, and she's going to be doing her nails. I'm like, deport that woman back to Mexico. <laughs> and then said, she's not from uh, Mexico. She's from Nicaragua. <laughs> right? Is that right, James? And then I said, nigga, Roger. And James like, that's not right. <laughs> yes, sir. Can you come on up for me? What's your name? Yeah. Come on up here, Leo. Yes. Uh, so we have another super chat from Nick LaBoy. Uh, this is more of a statement. Pe- people and Christians don't want to give up st- the steering wheel. And let God steer their life. It's all ego. It's all ego. What it is, it's not them that don't want to give up. It's Satan don't want to lose them. He's making them, convincing them, no, this is better, this is better, when it's really not. You're absolutely right. 
You're absolutely right. And thank you for your, uh, your donations, folks. I really appreciate it. We need it all. Um, how is the marriage life, the newlyweds? Well, it's going good. Uh, we found an apartment. That we told you that we were looking for an apartment. Yes. It was difficult, but finally we get one. So we're in the middle of a move, of moving. And, yeah, we're pretty excited about it. Y'all had a fight yet? Yes. Uh. <laughs> yes, but the thing... It's not really a fight. It's more a temper tantrum than I pacify. Yeah. You had a temper tam- tantrum? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I Did you have do. it or she had it? Both. Me? Uh, yeah, he both. He had one, too? But the, thing, but the thing is that whenever it happens, it doesn't take too much to realize that we are wrong. That's right. And we that's the beauty of that's it. The, that's the thing. Yeah. So we, we can, and we argue for little things, yes. actually. Maybe because I don't want a furniture in the house and he loves the furniture. And it's, it's a little, little stupid things. But when, you know, when those things happen, we just, okay, it's not worth it. That's don't right. We, we don't engage to that. In I, I'm not surprised because you guys worked out those issues before you got married. Yeah, that's the so you're going to disagree, but it's not like you're going to divorce. It's not like it doesn't last forever, yeah. the argument and all that. That's beautiful. Yeah. Right on. You, where are you from? Uh, Colombia. Colombia. That's where you're from too, right, Esteban? Yeah. You feel better knowing your people here? <laughs> <laughs> and Daniel, you're from there too, right? Yeah. Come down for a minute. This is Daniel. He's from your country, Esteban. <laughs> Colombia. So let me tell you about Daniel. <laughs> so Daniel just shows up at the office one day. And Ernest called me down. You got this guy here want to see you about a job. I come down. I'm like, what do you want? <laughs> I'm looking for a job. He made out no application, no resume. He just shows up. And so I said, I asked, what kind of job you want to do? He like, janitorial work. I said, no, you can't have that, Joel. is not giving up that. <laughs> Joel asked for that job because he needed more money. And then he said, PR or social media. I said, no, Ermes is not giving that up. And then we needed a producer for James. So it looked like he's going to be our next producer because he's real smart. He came in Friday and he uh, did an intern on Friday. He's bright and he's smart and he loved this organization. He loved what we're about. And he just drove down from Florida. He just got in his car and drove down. And so... That's Daniel. Anything you want to say? Uh, so, so now yeah, I got a lot of your people here. All right? Don't bring any more. <laughs> um, <laughs> how many of you are where? Did I get everybody? So, is this your first time, sir? Yes, sir. Oh, it is. Any questions real fast? No, not offhand, Jesse. I- did you? I, I've been watching you on TV. I found you on Newsmax. I've been watching you about six months. I pretty much record you every day, Amazing. so I don't miss you. And uh, and uh, no no questions at this point. You, I'm did just, you overcome uh, your anger? I appreciate that too. No, you no, no. Why not? I'm, I just haven't uh, made the effort yet. You know, I'm still kind of contemplating the 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 whole thing about it. Oh, okay. We're just you suffering know. until you're ready. 
Yeah. Well, you know, if I'm not ready, I'm not ready. I don't feel I'm ready. Right. But but right. I'm still taking in a right. lot of knowledge, at least gaining knowledge that you you share. So right. so I, I'm just real pleased with the way it's going now and hearing a lot of positive things. Uh, I uh, I live in Memphis, and I've been out there about ten years. Moved from here. And I've been visiting about once a month for the past 18 months. I have two uh, adult daughters that room together. So I've been coming back. I've been meaning to come for the past few months to catch a Sunday sermon. Yes. And I just haven't put aside the time and, and put enough priority. But here I am. So as I come back monthly, I, I hope to make it every Sunday that Who I'm in town. so far? I'm enjoying it. Yeah. I'm enjoying it. I, I like the balance, and I, and I like the uh, the basis in reality, I mean, about life, what's going on today yeah. politically and just with life in general. And it's not just all religion, you know. We're getting a sermon about a biblical uh, story or something, yes. but we're getting application to life. And, That's and, right. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm truly enjoying it. Well, I'm glad. Well, make so, sure you come back. Yeah, thank All you right. for having me. Okay. Did you have a question? Did I see your hand? No? Okay. Let me do it. Oh, yes, sir. Real fast right here. I'm, I'm going back to college, so I might have a story for you a little bit later. Probably oh, okay. wouldn't be time for it today, but next time I Did come you raise by. your hand? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. But it's all right. The time's running out, I think, so. You can ask me real fast. Oh, well, They're going to yell at me. I'm already over. Oh, okay. Well, so I don't know if I... going to yell anyway. Well, I don't know if I really have a question as much as, like, some comments, so... Okay. It, it might take a minute. So. What's your one comment? Give me one. Um, okay. Well, besides the, the whole... Uh, experience I've a little had loud so everybody can hear you over yeah, here. Yeah, besides the experiences I've had uh, going back to college, which have been pretty interesting, um, with uh, a lot of you know gay people kind of pushing their like their you know personal stuff out there. Like yeah. a lot of them, it's it's kind of like a fetishized thing, and they kind of like pushing on the kids too. And yeah. like I think that's like one of the real big issues because like you see like. This kind of stuff happens in a way that we wouldn't even accept from most straight people. But yeah, for right. some reason, yeah, like it's the LGBTQP for, you know, pedophiles here. Like with a lot of stuff they do and the, that little kid who's dancing at the bar getting tips. Like, oh, man, good. yeah, that's that's uh, that's those. <laughs> if that stuff was going on, like, you know, I don't know, however long ago those people would be killed. It? Why do you tolerate um, it? Why do I tolerate it? No, why do you tolerate it? <laughs> Um. Yeah, I don't know. Um. It's yeah, it's it's tough because like I I I I I don't know. Like when when this kind of behavior, like I've seen go you know come from these people. Like I I've I've said some nasty things to them, and I've I've gotten in their face, and I'm like you know it I you know. Why I, do I don't you know. tolerate it? Um, I try not to, but oh, okay, you're speaking up. You disagree? Yeah. With well, I, I speak up more than we most people. We need to put them back in the closet. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like we you know, like the we, there, there's people who like they'll you give them an inch, they'll take a mile. Yes. You know, and like they just that's take right. it as far as they think they can get away with it, and that's the you know, like you said, like if those people, they're you know, God made them whatever, and they're a couple, and they're they do things in the privacy of their own home, but when yeah, they're out there religious. and they're like pushing on other people and like saying, yeah. oh, okay, I can get away with this, let's see what else I can get away with, kind of thing. It's kind of like 
Okay. And they love corrupting the children. Yeah. They really, they love corrupting the children. And, and the folks just let them do it. Yeah. And pedophilia is, like, a lot more common in the gay community. And, like, when people get molested when they're younger, like, that kind of, uh, you know, you adapt to your environment when you're younger and you're stuck that way the rest of your life. A lot of these pedophiles were molested when they're kids and they're not even, they probably wouldn't have been gay or whatever. You know what I mean? Or, I don't know. So it's, it's, it's some messed up stuff. Yeah, we got to start speaking up. Are you afraid of losing something if you speak up, if you uh, spoke up? Oh, I've, I've lost stuff already for oh, okay. speaking up. And I've talked to other people at other churches, and I say, like, you know, like, you know, we people are afraid of speaking up because they're going to lose stuff. But, you know, we're going to lose a lot more if we don't, yep. you know, say something. And people, Two main reasons why yeah. people don't speak up. They're afraid of losing something, or they don't want to hurt the person's feeling. That's why they go along with evil. Yeah, because like they cut it out. Yeah, they don't care about your feelings. No, no, yeah. I they, saw a picture online with a, a so-called transgender man. Did you see? I don't know if it's real or if it's not. He was naked, taking a picture with a young child. Did you see that? I did not see that. Who showed me that? You, James? Oh, was that was that the, the he was like he had the glitter thing? Yeah. On that, yeah, I saw that. That's with the little the drag queen. With the drag queen little yeah, kid yeah, too. They're taking photos and stuff, and they're doing these things at libraries and yeah. stuff. And it's like a lot of single mothers there with their kids, and they're like enjoying it. Like they're like, look at this virtue signal. It's like, whoa. It's amazing. That's evil. We gotta stand up, folks. If you lose something, gotta replace it. I think people make things more important than what is right. You really do. That's why you're losing. That's why they go after your jobs and your this and that because they know to you that's more important than being right. Some guy said, "Well, James, James is nicer to you because James is not going to say just say what he wants to." And I asked, "Why not?" He said, "Because James will lose his job. I would never fire James, no matter what he says." And James has said some bad stuff. <laughs> James has used the N word. In the office. He's like, nigga, please. <laughs> We're like, James, you can't say that. Why? <laughs> and then now we have Travis, and Travis thinks it's okay to be white. He's always fighting for the white man. I'll tell a gay person to their face it's immoral. I know. <laughs> but um, so you got to start speaking up. And if they throw you out of school, that's fine. Go get a job and build your life. Start your own thing. Yeah, and there's some people at another church I go to, and they went to Biola, and they're talking about how, like, people are trying to push their uh, LGBT stuff, like, on them, and it's like, you know. That's a Christian school. Yeah, exactly. It's a Christian school. No, I didn't go there. Uh, James went there. Oh, I don't know. Did you go there, Jay? No, I went to APU. Oh, APU. That's a Christian school, right? Yeah. Yeah. Even a Christian school. Universities are giving in to this stuff. A couple of guys quit over at uh, his school, his college, because of that LGBT crap. And the churches are giving in too. Yeah, everywhere. That's why I said we got to stop running because no matter where you run to, evil is coming too. It's not going to stop until you stop it. Uh, this is, thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. This your first time here? Yes, sir. What's your name? Uh, Reggie. Hey, Reggie. How did you find us? Uh, I saw your video uh, about a month ago, and Joel also invited me. As well. Oh, Joel. Oh, you're a friend of Joel. Oh, are you the one working with Joel? Yes, sir. Oh, welcome, man. Thank you for that. Thank you. 
He's helping film Joy Up Dance Studio while they're doing it. So thank you for that. Uh, and good to meet you, Reggie. Nice to meet you too, sir. Uh, any questions or anything? Um, well, it was more of a comment. Uh, okay. I went to an HBCU. Speak a little loud so they can hear you. Well, I went to a historical black college uh, and in North Carolina. And the things that were pushed on us, uh, I remember I had one professor who pushed abortion yeah. on us. And she was telling us how proud she was, uh, she was uh, having an abortion. And uh, she had not one but two abortions. Yeah. And she and, you know, this lady was like mentally crazy. Yeah. Uh, when I was uh, doing my senior thesis, uh, my professor kept trying to change my thesis to fit uh, talk about black people in the media. Yeah. And I was like, well, I don't want to talk about none of that. You know, I'm going right to talk about, man. you know, talk about different stuff. And she made my grades suffer yeah. for it uh, because I was in front of her BS. Um, so, you know, it is terror. Out yeah, there, yeah. You know, Only because especially. you give into it, though. I'm glad you spoke up. And even if you did lose a great point for it, that's fine. God is with you. You'll be fine. Well, I'm really glad to meet you, man. Gerald speak highly of you. He said you're smart. Right? You know how to spell? Yes, sir. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, how many of you have heard of the uh, Ten Commandments? You heard of them. How many of you know them? I think so. Nobody knows them? She said in her heart. Uh, she's trying to fool us. <laughs> we can't see the heart, right? <laughs> you know them, Chanel? You know all Ten Commandments. Let me hear you say them real fast. Okay. Um, worship God only. Don't use his name in vain. Keeping the Sabbath. Don't bear false witness. Um, don't covet your neighbor's goods, wife, etc. Um, dang, they're slipping my mind right now. <laughs> you saw um, that, Andrew. That's, that's five. Um, I'm blanking out here. I bet you are. <laughs> <laughs> and these. Oh, yeah. Thou shalt not murder. Don't steal. That's seven. Three more. I said, don't bear false witness. Oh, yeah. Honor your mother and your father. Thanks, guys. And yeah, don't commit adultery. Don't what? Commit adultery. Everything that the Ten Commandments tell us not to do is what's happening in the Christian community. No wonder we're suffering. The problem is, though, you can't keep these commandments until you return to the Father. You got to overcome the anger so you can keep the commandments, and life is perfect. When he said, be perfect as he is perfect, it's absolutely true. And so you got to stop breaking these commandments. Then you have a good life. Don't let the world make you cause you to break these commandments. I'm telling you, life is amazing. And uh, you got to stop breaking them. Really do. So, what's your first name? Leo. Leo is going to read them. You sure? Are you from his country? No, no, from Mexico. Oh. I was born here in LA. Oh, you were? Hola. Hola. (laughs) (laughs) Si, senor. Okay, come a little closer. And so, uh, the Ten Commandments from here to here. Read all that. So it was? Yeah. Okay. Okay. You can hold it up if you need to or whatever. You want me to hold a mic for you? No, no. Okay. I'm glad to meet you, man. Same. Okay. Then God spoke all these words. He said, I am J. J. White. J. White. You can't be asking me. I don't know how to read. (laughs) 
Your God. Your God. Yahweh. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Yahweh. Your God. Who? So Mexicans can't read either. <laughs> Y'all just like us. We're learning. We're learning. We're learning together. Okay. Yahweh, your God who brought you out of Egypt, where you lived as, sla as slaves. You shall have no other gods to rival me. So let me just comment on that. Whenever you have a breakup with your man or your woman, and you feel all depressed and sad about it, you're down and can't eat, can't sleep, and you're playing, uh, sitting by the dock of the bay and all that, you have made that person your God. That's why you're suffering. Your God is God. I've been through that so many times. But I didn't realize I had made that person my God. You should have no other person or thing or job or anybody before God. Don't look for a woman. Don't look for a man. Don't look for anything. Seek the kingdom and it'll be added. All right? Go ahead. You shall not make yourself a carved image or any likeness of anything in heaven above or on earth beneath or in the waters under the earth. You shall not bow down to them or serve them. Bow down. Bow down. Thank you. In Mexico, it's bow. <laughs> <laughs> For I, Yahweh. 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 Mm -hmm. Don't God. feel bad. Joel and I can't read either. And we're on the radio. <laughs> Yahweh, your God. Am a jealous God, and I punish a parent's fault in the children, the the grandchildren, and the great grand grandchildren, among those who hate me. But I act with faithful love towards thousands of those who love me and keep my commandments. You shall not misuse the name of Yahweh, your God, for Yahweh, we we will not leave unpunished anyone who misuses His name. Remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. For six days you shall labor and do all your work. But the seventh day is a Sabbath for Yahweh your God. You should do not work. You should do no work that day. Neither you nor your son nor your daughter nor your servants, men or women, nor your animals, nor the alien living with you. For in six days Yahweh made the heavens, earth, and sea, and all these contain, but on the seventh contain, but on the seventh day he rested. That's an important point too. You don't need but five uh, days to work. Do what you can do, and then have that quiet time with God. Show that appreciation. Get to know. even Christ went away to himself and had that downtime. I have a best friend named uh, Martin. He's right there. The last white guy right there. <laughs> and he worked 24 hours a day, every day, and killing himself. No downtown, no car. And you can't make him do it, so I'm just waiting for him to die. And uh, But you got to have that quiet time seeking the kingdom. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You do what you do when you do it, and be done, and then pick it up later. It'll work out just fine. It doesn't even make sense that people work 24 hours a day, all day and night. Fathers don't even have time for their children when they work like that. So cut that out, folks. Seek the kingdom and he'll guide you. You'll be fine. Isn't that right, Martin? 
That's the answer. <laughs> okay. That is why Yahweh has blessed the Sabbath day and made it sacred. Honor your father and your mother so that you may live long in the land that Yahweh your God is giving you. And honor me, don't hate. Don't be, don't hold har- don't harbor anger against your parents. You'll be in control of your life and they can't control you. And not to hate them is honoring them. And then you'll be able to do, be honest with them, correct them when they're wrong. If you want to do something for them, you'll be able to do it. All right? I had a friend of mine, his, his father's old and had a stroke and all that stuff. And he refused to go and live in one of those comfortable home-like things where they have 24-hour services. And they have some beautiful ones out here in L.A. And, uh, and the reason he won't do it because he want to control his son. And so he had something happen this morning. And the son went running over there, and the son called me up. I'm at the emergency room with my daddy. I'm like, I don't care. I didn't even call back, and I knew the son was going to be looking all silly, sad and silly. And so he came to me looking sad and silly. I'm like, why are you looking sad and silly? Well, I had to get up early in the morning and take my daddy to the hospital. His daddy, first of all, should have been living in one of those homes. Secondly, could have called the emergency 911 himself. The son can't do nothing. And thirdly, the dad wanted control, but the son too weak to get out of it. But I told the son, just don't hate. You'll see what to do, folks. Y'all, you, you guys are understanding, but anger is the nature of Satan. He talked to you. He makes you feel things. It controls you. And if you notice, the world is pushing emotions right now. Everything they try to, even with the illegal alien situation, we all know they need a, bo- a wall around the border. But that stupid Nancy Pelosi talking about is immoral. That's a lie. How is it immoral to have a wall up to keep people from invading your country illegally? But she just tell you that. And if you're an emotional, and then they, they talk about the children, the women and children. It's all emotional stuff. You're supposed to be logical. You've got to overcome this emotional stuff. Because people, there's all kind of ways they play with you emotionally. It's not of God. Really, it's not. And it doesn't mean you don't care just because you're not emotional. Don't get emotional. Let that stuff die. It's crazy. It's really insane. And if you know the media, they're always showing the children. What about the children? They just want you to be emotional about it and make the wrong decision. Really, that's all it is. Go ahead. We're about to end. You shall not kill. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not get false evidence against your neighbor. You shall not set your heart on your neighbor's house. You shall not set your heart on your neighbor's spouse or servant, man or woman, or ox or donkey, or any of your neighbor's possessions. Seeing the underpeeling, the lightning flashing, the trumpet blasting, and the mountain smoking, the people were all terrified and kept their distance. Speak to us yourself, they said to Moses. And we will obey, but do not let God speak to us or we shall die. Moses said to the people, do not be afraid. God has come to test you so that you so that your fear of so that you fear of him. Being always in your mind may keep you from sinning so that so the people so the people kept their distance while Moses approached the dark cloud where God was. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. Thank you, sir. Okay. Uh, you got to you got to keep the commandments. 
Your life would be perfect if you kept the commandment. Just think if you didn't, if you didn't live with a man or woman before marriage, how happy you'd be. Or if you didn't take on somebody else's wife and cheat, or somebody else's husband, how at peace you would be. You're bringing this stuff upon yourself, really. I was telling someone last night, everything you feel is not someone else to blame. You brought that upon yourself. Just think about that. Everything you go through, you brought it upon yourself. You brought it upon yourself. Now, when you wake up, you're going to have the children of the lot, lot, you know, yelling at you and stuff like that because they hate good people. That's not you. But all this stuff that's happening in your private life, you bring it upon yourself because you believe into lies. Just think about it. Every hardship, every uh, abortion, every job you lost, everything, you brought it upon yourself, even if you were blind and didn't see what you were doing. So we can do it. Drop the anger and keep the commandments. They will come naturally. He has this all set up for us. All right? But you got to go and forgive. And then do the silent prayer. Stay with the prayer no matter what. I've done the silent prayer for 29 years now, daily and nightly. And so I'm waking up all day long. I can see better and better and better. It gets better and better and better and better. And so far, I don't know what tomorrow I'm going to bring, but nothing is that important to me that I'm willing to give up that for it. If I run into the children of the lie, they can't intimidate me because I don't care about losing this stuff. And we can take it all back. The power is in us. It's not in them. That makes sense? So do the silent prayer dot video. Speak up, but don't resent. And I'm telling you, it'll be fine. Any questions? Yes, Chanel. Sure now. Um, I did want to make a comment about the Ten Commandments because I know Christ said that to love God and then love our neighbor as ourselves. And he says all... All the commandments rest on on those two commandments. Yes. And so I know that's something that you're encouraging us to do is to love because as we love God and love people, all the commandments of God are will will flow in us. That's so right. we don't have to keep a count of okay, today I didn't lie, today I didn't covet, but then if you break one law, you've broken all of, all them. of them. So I I do agree with and that. Especially yeah. this one with anger. When you break the anger law, you've broken everything. Might as well forget it. Go sin and die. But when you, when you love God first with all your heart, soul, and might, with nothing else, you're going to treat one another when you treat yourself. I treat everybody the same. Even the children of the lie, I'm honest with them too. Just be honest. Even when people get mad at me and they hold on to that anger, I'm not bothered by that at all. I still treat them the same as I do the rest of the people because it can't get in you. God put a bubble around you so the world can no longer get in and you're right, you keep those two, you'll keep the rest of them. But if you love him and don't have anger, you can't help but treat everybody the same, men and women. I hear guys calling the radio, sometimes ladies, oh, you shouldn't talk to that lady like that. A woman not to be treated that way. How is she supposed to be treated? <laughs> like women can't be corrected and all that, right? That's crazy. That's a setup. Women need correction just like men. So let's treat everybody the same, but you got to let the anger go. All right? I got to end. Except for one person I want to talk to, and I always do this. I know it, Hermes. I'm sorry. The young lady in the back, that's the, uh, you have a question? This is your first time here, right? Tell me your first name. Natalia. Any questions or anything you disagree with? Um, no. 
No? You agree with everything? Yes, I do. Have you, so you agree that you're an idiot? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, by the time we're done with you, you'll be an idiot. Idiot is what you want. You don't want all this knowledge. Right. You want inner transformation, really. Mm-hmm. And uh, otherwise, you don't even understand the knowledge that you have. I'm right. glad you came. Will you come back? Yes, of yeah. course. I okay. heard a lot about you through Oh, good. Grace. Right on. And so and I'm, I'm glad you guys came, too. Um, so make sure you do the prayer no matter what happens. All the way from New Zealand, I can't. I had on my socks the other day. Oh, you saw the, she gave me the Wallamander socks. <laughs> they were sharp, too. Yeah, I'm about to wear them again. But anyway, do the prayer. If you have a setback, no big deal. Really, just brush yourself off like a kid would do and keep going. And don't listen to anything that Satan tells you. It's all lies. If you stole from the bank yesterday, that doesn't mean you're going to do it tomorrow. All right? But if you believe it or you resent yourself for it, you will do it again. Because that's what makes you do it, the resentment. Don't be angry about anything. Anger is of your father, the devil. This is for men and women. God loves us all, and he made it possible. So thank you all for coming. I really, really appreciate it. We have counseling, the best counseling service on this side of heaven. For men and women, boys and girls, if you need it, call the office, Dr. Ermis. Um... This Thursday night, we have a, a forum for ladies only at 7 o'clock. Every third Thursday night for ladies only, first Thursday night for men only, Sunday morning church for everybody. So I'll see you ladies on Thursday. Um, and they are good, too. Amazing meetings. Uh, what else? If you need counseling, don't forget to donate, folks, to help us out. We definitely need it. We put every dime back into what we're doing, all right? Uh, and thank you all for tuning in as well. Thank you again. I appreciate it. Thank you.